What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Eleven fifty-eight, two minutes till twelve, and we have the traffic report from Joe <laughs> Ferris and your cartoon casual morning show. Joe, take it away. Hey, good morning, photo. Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. Well, KRMC looks like they had a. Oh, looks like KRMC burned to the ground. No, that's not nice. <laughs> that's I shouldn't not. say that. No one was there. Everyone is fine. Didn't happen. Looks like KRMC's got a new burn unit. <laughs> Co- Cody Pass has its typical backup as it has been. It's backed up to uh, White Hills, I believe. I know it's how far back it goes. <laughs> honka honka. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's our morning show, folks, and we're never going to do that ever again. We barely uh, made it. It was two minutes, to, literally two minutes till 12, and I, and I said, Joe, we recorded in the morning, and he goes, yeah, a couple times. I went, we did. <laughs> we, we did. Right, because I really? want to make sure we had a morning show, and it's sat, it's Sunday anyway, so there's going to be no traffic. At, well, that's not true, because traffic does get to be a motherfucker over Tra- Cody Pass. I'm not talking about traffic on our morning show. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe. But a new they're about two years from now, aren't they? Is it about two years from now they're going to be actually starting construction th- on the the interchange on that interchange, that big ass interchange? No, I think they're supposed to start it later on this year. I think blasting. No, no, no. Wait a minute. So we're not going to talk about traffic. We're talking about construction. Uh, the, no, we're talking about the one the the Rancho or or uh, um, excuse me. Everybody's really excited about this. Yeah, the Rancho or me the too. Uh, the Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake that, that, that may be putting something in the ground this year but the other one that's near where you live i was i read that the blasting through like through the canyon yeah. the blasting will be completed by the end of the year for that which I you mean, read that i read that i read that maybe a month ago see i didn't think the guy for doing any kind of actual construction which and that to me counts as construction yes for another couple years or something well you're the one who knows all the people at the top no i, I no i don't <laughs> That's yeah. I you I actually I'll have to I, research that. Kevin look that up. <laughs> Kevin hates showing up in the morning for our morning shows. Yeah, he's like oh, fuck you guys. He's like I was drinking too much last night. <laughs> Did you go out last night? Saturday Me, night? yeah, I was out a bit last night. Okay. Saturday night. I, I I didn't go and do anything and I was in bed by eleven o'clock. How's that? Oh, so you really didn't uh, I really didn't go well because I wanted to be here for our morning show. <laughs> On Sunday, uh, I am 19 days in, 20 days into my no alcohol month. Yeah, and I can fucking tell your intensity has ramped up. You have 19 days more intense than you were 19 days ago. I'll bet you uh, even asked. So I was in. Uh, remember we talked about Scottsdale? Of course, you guys can't forget about them. Scottsdale, and uh, and I didn't even wasn't even tempted to have alcohol. And you know, I went out twice, you know, two nights in a row. Didn't have any alcohol. And I'm wondering if you texted uh, Ashley and said, is Paul cheating? Is he having any alcohol? No, I, 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 I trust you. I, I thought that you that you might have done that. Oh. Uh, not, and it's not why I didn't drink anything. Uh, it's, it's, but I, I just, I thought that you might. That motherfucker not supposed to have anything to drink. What's he doing? I don't give a shit. If you, you don't care about me? I do care about you, but I don't care My about health? you. My health? Oh, God. We just talked about before the switches were turned on oh that God. you really thought you might witness on air an aneurysm or some other explosion uh-huh. internally coming from me for a couple of years there <laughs> i was really stressed out about your health right which let my health decline and i blame you for it 
<laughs> no, like really, if you said uh, like you, you're, that's your that's your internal struggle. I don't need to be part of that. I'm external. I, I don't. I, if you <laughs> if you say oh, I'm going to be sober for January, and then you decide to get fucking hammered January third, and you're like, well, I guess I'm not going to. Maybe I'll try again next year. Yeah. If you decide to do that, I'm not going to judge you for it. I'm just saying I would be. I would be having made that decision, and especially telling people, I would really be disappointed in myself if I, if I even tried it. I, See, I think I think even Ashley offered. She had like a gin and tonic, I think, and I think she. I said I used to drink those all the time. I said I love gin and tonics, and she goes, "Oh, here." You know, when, when, when it came, and she goes, "Oh, you want to?" I said, "I came close to trying it. I mean, I I almost." And I went. Nope, I'm not even gonna try. It's a gin and tonic. It tastes. They all taste exactly the same. I, I, I hate tonic water, but I still. I think love. they all taste like earwax. They taste like those trees that they're made out of. No, I don't even taste the juniper in a gin and tonic. Okay. Uh, Toriana at Sporty's made me a gin and tonic one time when I asked her for a gin and soda mm-hmm. because nobody asked for a gin and soda. Mm-hmm. I just don't like tonic water. I, I, quinine tastes like garbage. It is it's kind awful. of. A, it's a bad word. It's a quinine. It's quinine. Well, but and it's, tonic and tonic. Tonic, quinine, it's like these are ingredients you'd find in a hospital that shouldn't be around or something. Quinine is an anti- He overdosed on quinine. He uh, was a patient uh, exhibited symptoms of quinine overdose uh, and uh, extreme intoxication, <laughs> right. uh, usually uh, regarded as being an English soldier in the 1880s. Oh, it says here he was in Sporties. Oh, it makes sense. He was at Sporties. And started, so. uh, the, the patient started their night at Sporties and did everything in reverse, which is kind of what I did. Is you Sporties know. open 24 hours? Okay, they're, this oh, they're not. This is in Vegas, and they're not an AM, PM. So, didn't they used to they be open close at two, No. We've can, never, can you do that? No, you cannot. You can't serve alcohol after 2 a.m. In Arizona. In Arizona. And it used to be on Sundays, 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. There was a place in Atlanta called Club Anytime, which was open Pay your You pay dues to a private club? Really? Boy, it's been is. a long time since your phone's made noise on the goddamn podcast, Paul. Oh, sorry. I know people don't love me anymore. It's a throwback thing. Can you put it on vibrate? There it is. Thank you. Uh, Club Anytime. Yeah, that was a place all the place would close down at two or three in Atlanta. I don't know what the rules were. Yeah. But then everybody, hey, man, let's go to Club Anytime. Woo. And then, of course, all the industry people were there. And yeah. It, so I don't know if Arizona has that law in the books because I've never heard of a place in Arizona that uh, some states allow for private clubs to be mm-hmm. open you know, past the time that other places uh, are. So like, you, so like you would say, let's say Blackbridge is a public establishment. Mm-hmm. It's not a private club. There's no members. There's no dues. You can just, anybody can walk in there and drink, right? And they have to close from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. legally. So I kind of wonder if Club Anytime it, was actual club. I don't remember this. Yeah, to, like, so... You get 10 bucks to join in when you walk and in. And then you're good for a year, yes. Yeah. And, and that's, I, and there's places like that, like in uh, Las Vegas, or not Las Vegas, nope, uh, Salt Lake City. When my dad um, dad lived up there, I remember him being a member of a a bar club, and it was literally only like five dollars a year or something like that. But that allowed them their licensing allowed them to serve alcohol, allowed them to serve full strength beer, full strength liquor, <laughs> wine, everything, and they were allowed to serve it twenty four hours a day. Wow! But you had to be a part of a, a member. They had to have like cards, like you had to show an ID card. Like people the, could show up there. Yeah, the fucking Momo police and would they, show oh, up and let fucking me see your card, like, your yeah. membership card. Oh, yeah. brother, can I see your membership card? And then fucking arrest them if they weren't. Yeah, shut the place down. So uh, those do exist, but like, no, Sporty's not open twenty four seven, which would be kind of cool. And I've definitely drank there after hours. What, but that what, was what time can on, you open legally? Six a.m. Okay, yeah. which is what the fireside does. Just, uh, just, Seven, seven, seven between seven. I would say seven thirty and eight. Okay, 
Uh, I know that the fireside has regulars that go and show up. Right. That like on certain days, like Thursday morning or something like that, there's a whole group of people. I haven't been there in a you know, while. Fireside. I used to go semi kind of almost regularly before I really knew you. It's kind of a nice little, you know, yeah, it's, a, uh, it's gotten nicer. It used to have carpet on the inside, which is fucking that's foul. That's weird. That's disgusting. Gross. They said it was for sound. Which I, un- sure, I understand. And it's for stink, like to oh, keep it in. It stunk so bad in there. They had yeah. a swamp cooler for the longest time. It was so gross. So what is the uh, what is the um, linoleum tile? Linoleum. Oh, there he is. Yeah, sorry. Paul finally had a stroke. Linoleum. Tired. I'm having my white tea. Got my expensive white tea. <laughs> Tell the folks how much you told me the the white tea. You, I don't. He was being hyperbolic, but he said he's like, I, I said, it's like you know, fifty seven dollars for a box for or one serving. And I was like, Which, and that's actually probably not that far. Not for one serving. Yeah, for one serving. It was forty eight dollars for the box. Isn't that what she said or something like no, that? No, no, I don't know. I don't know how but the much box it was. only has like ten tea bags in it or ten. No, it's servings? loose leaf. It's loose leaf. Loose leaf. Yeah, yeah, it's loose leaf. Uh, loose leaf. Uh, loose leaf. Uh, did you buy it in Scottsdale? <laughs> I, did, I did not. <laughs> I don't know. In probably, Scottsdale. I think it's like I said. It's probably only. It's it's an, it's a Hawaiian. It's probably picked by virgins that were born on odd number of day. Like we said this. Like we talked about. Like, like, virgins born on leap day. No, right. That's only. what it was. They're That's virgins. So they're virgins that were born on leap day are the only ones that can pick those leaves. They only pick them from 7.20 a.m. to 8.50 or something like that. What was the name of that uh, type of tea? Ben Wah. Like it was yeah, some 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 Chinese weird. something or other. I looked it up. It sounds like a Taiwanese sandwich or something. <laughs> like a... <laughs> wow. Uh, but no, I, I looked know. I looked up this specific type of white tea, and it's picked... It's one... It's First off, it's hand-picked, which just makes it expensive. But it's... Uh, one new stem and two old <laughs> old leaves. Oh my God. That's, and, that's a combination. And that's, to be in that's there. yes, that's the ratio, and that's what's in there. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, Paul? I told you I was having. I said, actually, find this tea. I need to order some. And then I heard a rat tat tatting in there. And after a minute or two, she goes, you know, this stuff's. She goes, wow. I mean, she just. You hear the little noises coming from the office. I said, what does that mean? She goes, it's. Kind of expensive. Kind of expensive. <laughs> yeah, I went like how much? And it's I went, funny because like it's probably more expensive than weed. Like it might be tea. It it's might be tea. You rich white. No, so fucking- I said actually I I was taken aback a little bit and they and I gave pause to to what she told me and I went, huh? Do they have like a sampler pack or something first before I commit to this? To this uh, this level of financial, do they have like a, a loan, an application uh, on the page? Is Does there it like say a, financing available? Is there a drop down menu? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's funny. So I I don't know much about tea. I know enough to get myself into trouble, basically. But I do know, and I I told you this before we started recording that from what I understand with tea, you can that you can spend as little or as much as you want. The sky is the fucking limit. Uh, there's probably there's, some like really expensive teas, right? There, there are really expensive teas. They're called. Uh, it's it's kind of like a, like they talk about like an old vines in. Yeah. Right. So these are would be old, uh, and I don't even think they're Chinese. I think they're from India because if I remember right, I think tea came from India. I think you're right. And it was introduced. That's why, that's why over the, the British. That's where that happened in Britain. That's where they got it from, right? Weren't they going over there and dragging it back? I believe so. And that may be one of the reasons, or one of the. We got to look that up. Like, which came first, the tea in Britain, or going to India and going, "Hey, what the fuck is this? We bring it back to Britain." No, I guarantee you, the tea was in India way before. So they, they didn't because it, didn't it doesn't make its grow. Way to, it it doesn't grow in England. But I mean, no, it didn't somehow make its way there. I wonder. But here, I wonder if maybe it was something Marco Polo brought back to right. Europe or something like that at 1300s. But Kevin, regardless, yeah, no shit, Kevin, quit sitting over there looking, but polishing your shoes. Oh no! Actually, I need him. Speaking of that, I need—he's still doing that, right? Yeah, 
yeah. not polishing shoes. He like this. He is he is the he guy. He restores shoes. Yeah, he's the guy that you want to have mess with your shoes because he is into this, right? I mean, he is just. What is his uh, Kevin Perry? It's uh, his, uh, KP KP something because it's Kevin K, Perry. KP Kicks. Is KP Kicks. KP Designs or KP. Looking it up, folks. People, if you live in the Kingman area or actually in the Tri Cities area, uh, look this KP up. KP Customs. Yes. Yeah. KP Customs. Look up his page. Like it, subscribe, because he does amazing work. He really does. He like actually he, does. He, I gave him a pair of shoes I bought at Goodwill, and he made them look basically fucking brand new. And it, I, I couldn't believe it. Because I, I contacted him a while back. I've, I've got some dress shoes I haven't worn in a while. And I said, hey, can you do these? He goes, I haven't really done. You know, he, he likes tennis shoes or sneakers or athletic shoes, what shall we say. He's a Jordan yeah, well, he's, fan. Well, yeah, he's, a, he's specifically an Air Jordans fan. Right. But he's a sneakerhead, and he, yes. he and he'll 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 take care. of But you. he volunteered. He said, he said, "Oh, I'd love to." You know, I have some nice Allen Edmonds. I love my Allen Edmonds fucking shoes. My for dress shoes. I haven't worn them in several years, but it, it was a uh, classic split toe, black lace up, nice nice dress shoe. Are they wingtips? No, these are not. Oh, did you say split toe? Split split toe. Yeah, they I mean they're they're sewn in the. There's a seam right there in the in the, in the middle in the front. It just kind of has a classic little 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 design element that I. I used to get into this kind of stuff a little bit, and I was before I wore like you know morning Sunday morning before you wore the Walmart same, pants. Yeah, the, no shit. <laughs> you actually look like a woman who's about to go shopping <laughs> at, Walmart. at Walmart because of the. <laughs> these are my nice Walmart pants. They're like, unshaven like most of the women are in their yeah, face. They oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little bit of a mustache. Yeah. Yeah. So terrible, yeah. But KP Customs, man, find him on uh, he, Facebook. He might be Kevin, our first sponsor. You know, if he, if he just like clean up a, a pair of shoes for us, we could call him our first sponsor. We, we absolutely could, That'd and I would great. still pay him because I I sure. can't have him do something for free. You know what? He, no, it's a sponsorship. He, he actually still has a pair of shoes I gave him to kind of mess around with. Oh, I think about it, it's an old pair of uh, you know the Puma high tops with the yeah. uh, lace on the bottom. The laces yeah. are on the bottom, and then it has two straps. Yeah. These are white with black accents. Yeah. I bought those. <laughs> there used to be. Have you ever heard of Factory to You? No. Yeah, I feel like that's maybe only out west. Factory to You was a discount clothing store. So imagine. It's like, so what, what are those stores called? And a little further out also, they're, uh, uh, there's Big Lots no, no, and no, Ross. No, no, what I mean is, is you've got some, some name brand stores, but they're like further out from the city a little bit, and they're together. And it's like a uh, like they're like a discount. It's the same exact product, but but they're... They're like in small warehouses, but it's like they have these all over Georgia. Um, like uh, just pick any number of uh, of a retail outlet that's a shoe, especially or a clothier, you know, for women that's kind of well known. Okay. And they have ten stores together. Like they're all in a building or something like that. And it's like a outlet, like an outlet. Oh, mall. like an outlet mall. Sorry, that's the term. I'm so factory for. to you is a definitely an outlet store, okay. but Im- imagine like, geez, that was tough. Yeah, no shit. Outlet. I was trying to figure out where the hell you were going with this because there were very few details in there. It was it was interesting to see and hear you work that out in your head. It yeah. was like watching someone actively do therapy. But that's true. The most so, of them are a little further away from the high. Yeah, they're usually out in the sticks somewhere. Yeah, yeah. unless you Vegas. There's one on Las Vegas Boulevard. It's one of the largest ones. Okay, out there, it's like a half a mile long. Okay. You ever seen that son of a bitch? What's it like? What's it near? It's on Las Vegas Boulevard. It's near. Las Vegas. <laughs> no, it's it, it's near I mean, next to this place called Casinos. I don't know. It's a, okay. Right. It's right. It's it's at the end by Mandalay Bay. Gotcha. So it's down by there. So I know where that ends. So okay. it would. It's it's heading south. Yep. 
Okay, it's probably a mile south of towards Mandalay the airport, Bay. getting towards the airport, past the airport. Oh, so it's like about a mile south, mile and a half south. It's right there. Okay, there's probably 150 stores in it. Jesus, and it's not. It's all. It's storefronts that you can walk into, and each one of those, the backside of that has an entrance into a super long hallway that has stores on the backside of it, too. Okay. And it's a half, maybe three-quarters of a mile long. It's enormous. Okay. But anyway, this is not that. Factory to you, was a, it was an outlet, kind of. But what it was, imagine, so what they got was shit that started off at maybe uh, Walmart or, or Reebok store, or Puma, or Nike, whatever. And then the, they sold it to Ross. You guys need to sell this. It's last year's shit, whatever. Sell it to Ross. And Ross is like, eh, I don't really want this. And it goes to Big Lots. And they're like, whatever's left from there went to Factory to you. Oh, so it was like the worst possible cheap shit. But every once in a while, you'd find a gem. And I found those shoes that were... I, they still had like the tags and shit on the inside. They're t- t- tags. Nobody had ever worn them. Mm-hmm. And like the box was all yellowed and shit. By the time I got it, they were 15 years old. And I bought them in 2000. But they're still new. They were new old they're, stock, I, shall we say. New old stock, exactly. So mm-hmm. I hadn't worn them. And Kevin even looked at it. He goes, fuck, it looks like you haven't even hardly worn them. Like I, maybe five times. Uh, but I had to buy them because they were $12 and they were in my size. $12. Now adjusted for inflation. Uh, now that 9-11's happened and the war on terror and everything, <laughs> everything's expensive Jesus. now. Uh, and the Australian fires. Well, and, it was 20 years ago. Yeah. It was 20 years ago now. And yeah. 20, 20 years ago, shit was, a dollar was worth more. Yeah. So it was probably like a $25 pair of shoes, but it was over $100 when they were brand new. So I, I had to get these. And I gave them to Kevin to, to see what he can do with them because they're kind of, they had yellowed over time because they're old. Sure. They, it's not even because I wore them out. I fucking... Love those, but I'm a shoe guy too. But he hasn't. I have to. I have to quell the urge. I could be really fucking addicted to shoes if I really wanted to, because I have way more pairs of shoes than a human should have already. Okay, so I'm kind of a shoe guy, but I don't show it. You know, kind of like how the Catholic Church is. <laughs> uh oh, where are we going with this? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. How many Catholic listeners do we have? I hope none. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm saying, Fucking what I'm saying is, uh, is again, I remember when I first moved here, you know, I was, uh, 40-ish, 40-ish, yeah, 42, 41. Okay. I don't know, somewhere, somewhere around there. And I had some decent, you know, semi-dress-up jackets and some nicer shirts and little nicer shoes. I would do that and go out with the only person I knew at the time, which will remain nameless. Right. And people would always look at me kind of funny because... Because you're all dressed up. Yeah, I wasn't really dressed. It was kind of still more... It was kind of a casual Atlanta scene dress up. That's I didn't go... Yes. All, never wore a tie, went out, that kind of stuff. But then after a while, it's like, no one's really dressing up like this at all. And I, I started slowly getting away from it. We don't do that out here because it's hot as fuck. Right. But there are plenty of months where it's not. Yeah, no, I understand. You know, so it, so that, that that's where I had my nice shoes with. I, I bought some... De- my father said... Oh, in fact, Alan Edmonds had the contract. This is so exciting. It had the contract with, <laughs> with Delta Airlines. You know, they, they had a certain. Oh, it, for uniform shoes. It, it's yeah. Alan Edmonds. It's this. And they had a deep discount. But it was a certain basic black shoe. Mm-hmm. And you had to buy that. That was it. You know. But he said Alan Edmonds is also a well-known shoe manufacturer. They're good quality. He goes, you can't go wrong with a classic pair of Alan Edmonds black shoes. And I, and I like the split toe look because it just kind of breaks up the front just a little bit. And uh, anyway, I wear those all the time. They're very comfortable. 
What's my whole point? Oh, the whole point is we talked about this before with style. We all know this that men, if they have, if you buy something decent, and it's not trendy. Of course, it just it kind of lasts forever. You can we're, get away. We're with actually kind it. of fortunate in that regard, where yeah. a lot of stuff. I'll know. I will tell you, split toe is definitely out. I'll bet it's, it's going to come back if it's out right now. Just like people said with wingtips, and they haven't come back. Wingtips are a little obnoxious. But yeah, well, split toe is not. It doesn't Wait, brown brown wingtips with a blue suit an English cut blue suit will sure. always look good. Sure, but cap toe has been kind of the trend for the past five six years, and that, square toes are done. So if they're square also. toes, you need to fucking give them away. No, I never I never owned a pair of square toe. I actually shoes, still ever. have a pair of square toe. They're square toe. Uh, what is that called? Fuck! It's when they have just like one strap or like two straps. A monk. They're monks. Ew, yeah, they're called monks. I never would have bought those. Oh fuck! But I bought them 15 years ago. Sure. They look fucking sharp. Yeah. I got, and they were Doc Martens, and they they were low top, and they fuck. I got tons of compliments on. Them. They didn't have the yellow stitching, right? But they still had the Doc Martin sole, so they're comfortable as shit. I'm gonna look for can, for dress shoes, but they're Doc, square toe, and I I don't know what to do with them. Can you get Doc Martens? Uh, you can get Doc Martens anything. I'm sure you can get resold. Yeah, you can send them back to the factory or something. Yes. I wonder. Mine are getting close. That pair I've had for 20 years now. I oh. love that pair of Doc Martens. Are they English? They say made in England or made in Vietnam? England. They're England. Yeah, you can send those back. Yeah. I think it's like 30 bucks or something like that. Yeah. If I remember correctly, they just send you a box. Like so they'll, they, they'll, they'll send you a packing label or something. Yeah, so those are comfortable enough to, you know, those I should always have, right? That's a pair of shoes you never want to get rid of, probably. A uh, dog yeah. market's made in England. Yeah, I doubt those are ever going to go away. Exactly. Uh, they'll always be kind of classic because they're not, because they're, they're very neutral looking. Right. They're not, you know, Split toe, cap toe, split or uh, uh, wing tip, anything like that. Right. You know what I mean? They're not gonna. Those don't really. They the trends come come and go, but there's certain yeah. things that those those will always look good with. And by the way, there were uh, Alan Edmonds. It's not. Yeah, they, they they can be. I mean, they're not cheap, but they're not some of those ridiculous thousand not, dollar pairs of shoes, right? Something like that. So they're they're upper middle, whatever they are. Um, like I have, I have a pair in my closet. I don't wear them very often because I rarely have an occasion right. to that. I drop some coin on. And I, when I tell people the, the brand, they're like, I didn't think he made anything other than cologne. Well, he makes cologne and shoes and started making clo- uh, shoes. It's Paco Rabanne. Okay. So I have a pair of Paco, Paco Rabanne's that I bought when I had more money. I was in sales and had like, and I was like, I want, I want to splurge on something. And I had a friend's wedding coming up that I, and I didn't want to wear the shitty garbage that, that came with my rental tux. I wasn't going to buy a fucking tux because I've needed a tux maybe four times my entire life. Right. Uh, but I did want to have my own shoes because I didn't want to deal with rental shoes because I just sure. fucking know that they hurt and they're gross. Right. So I bought this pair and I dropped, this was like $425 on them. Right. And they are the most comfortable shoes I will ever own. So I, I wish had, I, I wish they look good with shorts because I wear them every fucking day in the summertime. I was uh, dating a woman in Atlanta who, of all the women, that's not true. I mean, she was she did very well. She had her own business. She was doing very well, and we went out and to Buckhead a lot and went to decent restaurants a lot and that kind of stuff. She goes, you know what you got to do? When she was, she goes, you could buy these kind of shoes. These look really these these shoes look good. You know, these are sharp looking shoes, and they're well known designer shoe of some kind that was. Probably still exists now. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the name. So I bought a brown and a black pair of those. It fucking fell apart. Oh, shit. They're the most expensive shoes I've ever owned, and they fucking fell oh, apart. Oh, that fucking sucks. Alan Evans I've had, yeah. haven't missed a fucking beat, right. and they cost a third. Do you know who's actually a really good quality shoe? No. That blew my mind, and for the price, is you can't beat them, is Aldo. 
A-L-D-O. You mean as in the grocery store? That's hilarious. I'm serious. No, Aldo. Oh, not. What, what, what is that grocery Aldi. store? Aldi. <laughs> it's only one letter off. Yeah, okay. I'm just going to start calling you Saul. It's only one letter off. Same fucking dude. Saul. Better call Saul. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Aldo. Aldo. Yeah. And they have, they have storefronts. They're usually in malls and shit like that. But I have I have two pairs of Aldos. I've I've worn the shit out of them. The soles barely show any wear. They do are they are tough to break in because the leather they use is not it's not low grade leather, but it's not supple. Mm. It's just I don't think it's processed very much. So like they'll last probably forever, but they take they're a bitch to to break in. So I learned that early on. I wore some for my brother's wedding i think it was uh, one of my brothers um and uh, i didn't break them in too much beforehand and i'm like i was in fucking misery the whole mm. time i was wearing them because i had to like dance i had to do this and fucking that time that was when i threatened the dj mm. and all that like i just like that you know what i mean like that i had i had i, I was active in those shoes and mm. my fucking my legs and back were killing me but since then i've broken them in and they're incredibly comfortable and they cost me i don't know 60 bucks which is crazy to me. And I bought another pair of Aldos and they're fucking great. My brother, Eli, is a shoe guy and he loves Aldo. That's one of his favorite brands. And he's got probably, fuck, I bet he's got 20 pairs. This, this woman who got me to buy these expensive shoes that fell apart on me and I kind of laughed at it a little bit. I didn't make that much fun. I said, this is ridiculous. What Her brand, she was really focused on Via Spia. That, that's the name. I don't know if they're still around. I've never heard of them. Right. Neither, because well, I'm not yeah. into women. I don't shop for women's right. shoes. Yeah, occasionally I do. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. My God. I do pay attention to women's shoes. Though. Sure. Like oh, I, I do too. It's, it's, a, it's, it's almost like a guaranteed, oh, that guy noticed that. You you can get too creepy on that, though. Yes, because you can. I've been, somebody told me, uh, not not the shoe thing, but well, yeah, it's like just noticing little things. Right. Uh, I, like, I like giving foot massages. I mean, I really do. I, I It's not a fetish because it's not like something I have to, have, but I really do. So I, I notice. Do you use both hands or do you have one hand on your penis at the other? Like, well, on someone else's penis. Oh, shit. Wait, <laughs> so you're massaging someone's foot whilst massaging someone else's penis? Yeah. What are you doing with your penis? Uh, just, it Tucking depends. it back? Depends. <laughs> yeah. so it really, it's a very complicated scenario. It doesn't sound very complicated. I'm pretty sure I just worked it out. It's need not the proper seating, exact chair. Not gonna, no, actually, I, I use both of my hands. But I'm really, I, I really get into it. I, I can do it really, really well. I know how to do this. So, so and I don't want really to look at women's feet. But I don't like to massage her feet. It's not what it is. Yeah, I'm not like that either. But I'm also not afraid of a foot massage. I, right. I was asked recently by a woman if... I had an issue with feet, and I was like, "What do you? No, what does that mean? What, what the fuck kind of qu- out of nowhere? Do you have an issue with feet? No, why? Yeah, but that can mean any number love, of things. I, yes, uh, well, yeah, exactly. And I said, "No, I, I, I don't have an issue with feet. I don't think. What do you mean by that?" And she goes, "I love having my feet rubbed. Like it will ninety nine percent of the time result in sex afterward. That's how much I love yeah, my feet." I don't feet really rubbed. rub. She loves I get in yeah. there and. Which is kind of what I told her that too. I'm like, I don't know, like I could do that kind of a sensual thing, but I'm fairly certain if you said I've had a rough day, I really could use uh, just beat the shit out of my feet. I will absolutely fucking do that to the point where my hands will fucking hurt. So I and I've 
So I'm I'm right there with you. I'm not I'm not fetishizing because I'm not turned on by feet. I do appreciate because foot massages mean something. We all know. We all this know. Kind of, this kind of, like, would you give? I've given a million ladies. Shit. I've given a million ladies a million foot massages, and every one of them motherfuckers meant something. <laughs> really? No, it doesn't mean nothing. Really? Right? You want to give would, me a foot? You want to give me a foot rub? <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking! I love Pulp Fiction. I might. Oh God! I, I love when they're they're just standing in that hallway, face to face, having that conversation, getting ready to murder someone. Because yeah, yeah. that's the that's Want to give me a foot massage? Would you give me a... <laughs> Fuck you. And then they turn and... That was really my <laughs> first introduction to Sam Jackson. Like, the it was 1994 when, when Pulp Fiction came out. It, it, I only remember... I mean, I do remember watching Do the Right Thing. <laughs> I had this very progressive teacher in, like, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I watched Do the Right... Seventh grade, for me, would have been, like, 92. Okay. 92, 93. I, we had, had this teacher who... She's, like... She was black... And she's like, we should watch all these culturally relevant films. So we watched like the Milagro Beanfield War. I don't know if you're familiar with that one or Stand and Deliver. That, yes. Uh, We're trying to get us more, us sheltered Midwestern kids from this little, you know, town surrounded by corn uh, into more, a little more worldly things. Get out of the corn. Get out of the corn, children. Come this way. Get out of the the corn, the corn children, children of the corn. (laughs) (laughs) I misspoke one time and was trying to say children of the corn and I said children on the cob. <laughs> you like that? I said that. There's another, there's another row of children. And I said it in front of the wrong fucking people too because it was like, it was Jeff Haney and Charlie and Dan and like, but Tim was there and Carrie was, I was like children on the cob. I love corn and cob. I do too. I, I I don't like children on the cob. Like I'll take have it you, if have I you, have, have to. Have you tried it yet? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> if, if you were in a crash plane and you had to have children on the cob, <laughs> if you were forced to to uh, in the Andes Mountains, we're gonna get investigated, man. <laughs> anyway, we watched Do the Right Thing, and I not, once I saw Sam Jackson a few years later in Pulp Fiction, I I was like, that's the guy from Do the Right Thing, and I and then and then watching Goodfellas, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, the fucking guy that got shot in the bed. Mm-hmm. Jacks or whatever Stacks Stacks I think was the name yeah. But that was my introduction And that was the opening scene When was Jackie Paul Brown? F- Jackie Brown? 98? So that was after, 98 or 99 After Pulp Fiction then Yes I, I totally forgot that That was after Three. Yeah. Okay yeah. Sorry Sorry Quit looking at me like Paul, that. If fucking, you can't remember shit sometimes. Well, like I you don't my remember episode on Friday Well I mean I don't mean that I mean oh. like you don't understand Or not understand You don't remember things in a sequence of events it's, it's like a movie it's almost like your brain is a is a is a quentin tarantino movie it it that's exactly what it's like yeah that's it's uh, just out of could be out of order can it could you be this. undo that i don't know do they still do what's that shock treatment they call when they uh, do you guys do that at KRMC? no we don't do shock treatment at KRMC. no <laughs> no we don't even do open heart surgeries anymore what if you requested it uh if i request like electroshock therapy they would call an electrician probably <laughs> okay. like, uh, no, it's a, a, a ECT. It was electroconvulsive therapy. Yeah, I think is what it's called. Neil Brennan got to, got got it done. Gets it oh, done. Oh, that's right, he remember? did. Remember? Yeah. So you don't remember shit, especially on a fucking timeline. I remember all kinds of stuff. Okay, go ahead. You're you're like me. You remember the shit that is that you shouldn't remember, and it burdens you. I know that harnessing and and managing fire came before the helicopter. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> See, I I know these things. See, I know things. <laughs> What a fucking asshole. That was <laughs> So I, I do know that Paul was born before me, Joe. Right, right. I, got I that. know that much. Yeah. But that's fucking all I got. 
That's all. That's it. I don't fucking know. I mean, I, Einstein was right. There's time and space. It's a funny thing out there. The whole time, space. My friend David Shade, who's currently in Australia, I'm, I might say, he is not on Putting fire. out fires? He is not. I, okay. I, I should ask him that. He's they had a lot of rain recently. They apparently put out a shitload of fires. They had a shitload of rain yeah, there. Yeah, but did you... Uh, I don't know. I was what? listening to a, a, a guy. A guy. Uh, he's a guy. He's a... You know what's cool? Uh the cool, like, quote-unquote, woke people in Australia. You know what yeah. they call the natives, the aborigines? No. They call them custodians. That's correct. That because be, they're that's custodians correct. of the land. I was like, wow. And But this guy that, was also that's an not, indigenous. Not, that doesn't mean derogatory. No, 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 no. This, no, it's not derogatory at all. Okay. No, it's, it's it, they're called custodians. Yeah, custodians. In a respectful way. Indigenous peoples, like, and in First Nations. Is Do like they have the assholes respect. down there that make fun of calling them that? Oh, think? constantly. Okay. I'm sure. It's, yeah. like, there's assholes everywhere. Sure. Uh but they were talking about how the you know fires are terrible and everything, but uh, yeah, the rain is going to be worse. And they're like, how is that going to be worse? Because like, it's not going to put out all the fires, and everywhere where it rains, it's going to flood everywhere. It's going to destroy things. really muddy and messy. That was a clip that that guy said two weeks ago, and now that it's happening, people are losing everything. Things oh. that were just barely scorched are now being washed away by floods. Mm-hmm. So it's just, the that, it's honestly, it's the same thing that happened in Flagstaff a few years ago, and it was really sad. They had all those... Um, all those fires throughout the San Francisco peaks, like in that area, and then the monsoon. and then you had and then the monsoon came through, and that mudslide killed that little girl, and mm-hmm. then and like all the fucking you had dead animals and like washing up on the streets. Wow! Because they were just they were they drowned and all that, and that's just poor fire management. Well, they're a hardy folk down there in Australia, so they are a hardy folk down there. Uh, and yeah. then, but uh, and my heart goes out to them. It does. It does. These are. I, these I are, feel terrible because there's I I know people who have lost. I I literally know persons that i've talked to that i've met in person that they've they've lost everything they've lost everything wow uh it's just yeah it's fucking devastating and the the guy that was talking was on npr when i was on my way out here uh was and he's he's an indigenous guy he's a custodian and he was talking about how they've been doing fire management for thousands of years there they knew they knew that all that dead shit needed to either burn or get out of the forest and they didn't want that part of the forest to burn down cuz they used that wood for this or that or whatever so they would go through and just have swarms of people little kids picking up leaves and anything that that would burn fast and hot that's on the forest floor mm-hmm. they got rid of well, eventually, and, it's going to solve itself, which it's kind of trying to do right now. It's which like, is oh, what we're, we're, we're going to get rid of it. It's what nature does. Like, yeah. like Jeremiah told me a, like a year ago, and he's like, I don't understand why people say, I'm worried for the earth. I'm worried for this. The earth is going to be fine. It's humans that aren't going to be right. around much longer. That's what they really mean, obviously. I no, think. I think most people, think, they're like, what are we going to do about the earth? The earth is going to take care of everything. Like, so what will happen is, uh, is eventually, eventually we will be extinct. Uh, probably of not no. Eventually, gonna, it's going to happen. I'm going to live forever. Uh, fame. I'm going to. Sorry. See, there's two types of people. I say I'm going to live forever, and I think fucking here we are born to be. I think I think yeah. like princes of the universe, queen, uh, bombastic sorry. shit, and you go straight to fame. Sorry. What an asshole you are. <laughs> Although I did buy the fame soundtrack at the right. record store the other day because so I had to. I think we're going to. Okay, we may not, we may sort something out to where people can survive and barely keep, but it, the point is this. Like a country boy can survive. <laughs> exactly. I should have come up with that one. There we go. <laughs> I'm all fucking full of piss. Mississippi River is going dry. <laughs> 
like to spit beach nut and that dude's eye and shoot him with my own 45 country boy can survive it does not shock me whatsoever that you know all of the words to that song can I you play it on I actually do know all the words of that song I all just, of them how much how many times did you just like man I gotta unwind and go for a drive and I, and crank that song and sing it while driving the back roads of Georgia. I no what happened I know when I listened to this song a lot. I know when it happened and why it happened. Okay. It's going back and forth between break from going from Auburn back to Atlanta and I had a roommate or a car mate that was into into uh, Hank Williams Jr. and we listened to this shit all the time going back and forth and the, going back there's like a 2-hour drive between Auburn and Atlanta I think. And just outstanding. Country boy can't fuck. Country Literally, can't fuck. That's like the most southern thing I think I've ever heard you say. It was like, I was driving back and forth between Auburn and, and Atlanta. <laughs> and then, oh, and excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, were you shuttling moonshine? No, but I was singing Hank Williams Jr. at full fucking volume. Country boy can survive. Country boy can't survive. Like, all right, cool. In my in my seventy one, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, was it Monte Carlo? No, no, I had a I had a, a seventy three Monte Carlo. Oh, no, a seventy excuse me, seventy two Monte Carlo. But this other one was a oh Chevelle, seventy one Chevelle. Of course, it was in a seventy one Chevelle, <laughs> but it was, was in the eighties. But it was kind of it was cool. I love that car. Anyway, <laughs> what was the whole point of this? What, I have what no we, idea. We get off on. We're the, talking about Pulp Fiction and how you don't remember anything on. Oh, uh, and shoes, uh, and feet shoes. massage, shoes, 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 shoes. Anyway, so she go back to the shoes for a second. So, so uh, uh, my uh, former girlfriend, ex girlfriend, whatever, she had a VSPA problem. Is it ex girlfriend or former girlfriend? Like you don't say ex marine. It's former I know. Marine, I'm trying right? to. So and now I'm ex- wondering about now. I form- always say ah, former. Maybe we use ex to denote someone you would never speak to again because they fucked you over. And then a former would be. I'm proud to say I was with that person, but we didn't work out. Okay, we didn't work. We didn't work out because she moved to Alaska, but she was ready to just get out of Atlanta. What did you do to that woman to make her move to Alaska? Look, there are two. The two most wealthy women that I dated both moved to Alaska. Both wow. of them. What is it about your dick that sends money to Alaska? I don't as like, far away as we can, we can get in the United like States. His dick is so bad. It has barbs <laughs> on it. And we have to get somewhere where he can't even get an erection. Right. Alaska. Bam. <laughs> so, I like that you say the two wealthiest women. Like you're It's just funny me- that it were, it, it, I'm thinking about because they were – not that that doesn't matter, but I, I'm – that was interesting. Was to one me. of them the Bondo queen? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then the other one was like denture hemorrhoid cream. No. No. Maybe some kind of other salve or ointment. Salve. <laughs> <laughs> or bomb. Could have been a bomb. Could have been a bomb. No, there's a uh, there's a Jimmy Buffett book which uh, fucking Sotsray got. I think she she texted me and made that comment. She posted that thing that said. Uh, fucking white people just love old white Jimmy people Buffett. love Jimmy Buffett, yeah. and I was like fucking old. And you kind of said, "Hey, I got." I was like, "Hey, I, I, I thought you might say I put, something." Him, yeah. I fucking am not that old, and right. I love Jimmy Buffett. I always have I've seen him. Like, what's not? I let's just list off and like the dudes. Uh, writes every single fucking word of his own music. The book writer, accomplished and, writer. I yeah. I, that sorry, was I, that was my second know, or my sorry. third point. I'll let you tell your story. He, Staffs his band with the best musician musicians money can buy because he has like three billion dollars in the bank. He's and he's put out like a ridiculous amount of stuff, and he's one of the original like he's an OG troubadour type. He yeah. can pick up a guitar and just write a song right in front of you about what's going on around you. Yeah. It might not be a number one hit, but he's just like that. But then also he's also he's one of only I think it was seven people that have had 
uh, that had at the same time had a, a fiction book and a nonfiction book on the New York Times bestseller list at the same. And the other people that have had it was like fucking Stephen King, John Steinbeck. Right. Like, like Ernest all these, Hemingway like, or Hemingway something. was another oh, one. Oh, he was? Okay. Her, Hemingway was another one, and then right. there was another big one. There was a couple of names that I didn't recognize. But, like, to be one of only seven people to do something, yeah. and Steinbeck, Hemingway, and those guys are all in that same— like, he's, one, on. he's one of those people because, because of Margaritaville and Fins and those kind of songs. And so everybody knows I like him how you named Fins. That's not a hit. That was not it, a hit. No, the reason I'm going with that okay, is this, because I did see Jimmy Buffett at an outdoor venue one time dating a nurse— and um, yeah, she, she moved to Alaska. No, she didn't. I, somehow she stayed here. I don't know. Because she's a nurse. She's not making. She's not making that bondo money. Not gonna, that's right. That plastic filler money. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> I, I remember uh, going there because Finn's It's a funny thing because Finn's one of the big audience participation. Absolutely, Finn's to the left. Right, Finn's to and then right. she yeah. bought this big foam shark thing yeah. and wore it on her head. Because <laughs> everybody had their, their fins, go, you know, it's probably twenty five dollars for this piece of fifty cent foam. Yes, and went to Jimmy Buffett's bank <laughs> bottom line, straight to his bank account. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I thought of that because people think of him in that way. If unless you're kind of a real fan, and not just the music, but what you're talking about, that's what you think of him as is the kind of party, right? Drinking, it's five o'clock somewhere guy, which you know he is all yes, of those is. things, yeah. absolutely. But also locally. Uh, when I first moved to Kingman, I had a Jimmy Buffett shirt that I got at a concert, mm-hmm. and I wore it and was told categorically by this one guy, I was like, you shouldn't wear that here ever again because someone will beat the shit out of you. And I was like, what? We have an anti-Jimmy Buffett gang, and they're like, kind of. <laughs> there used to be a place on just uh, above Northern, yeah. just north of Northern, that was called Margaritaville. And Jimmy Buffett's lawyers, because they are fucking sharks. You want to talk about fins? Yeah. It, because it's copyrighted. Is that the place that turned into Tequila Bob's? No, no, no. It's kind of around the corner from that. That okay. that end in order, but around the corner. Okay. Fresh tomato, sweet tomato, something, some some tomato based thing <laughs> was the name. <laughs> tomato adjacent name. Uh, something in the Nightshade family. I don't know. So, <laughs> <clears throat> but and they claims I remember in the girl. There was a girl whose parents owned it, and she was, uh, I think she was, she was in one of my classes, but she was like a year younger than me, and she heard me talking about Jimmy Buffett, or I had like the, one of his books or something on my desk, it was like, it was like, we were in like homerooms, so it was like I had free time, and she's like, you know, that piece of shit sued my parents, and blah, 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 I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't even fucking know this broad, I'd never spoken yeah. to her before, she's like, I sued my parents, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, my parents had a Margaritaville, and it was, you know... Uh, we, they didn't trademark the name, but it was way before it was done way before that song was ever popular. And I was like, I doubt that's true. When did your parents move here? And she's like, it was before I was born. It was like 1975. I'm like, well, changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes came out in 1972. So I'm pretty sure it predates that. <laughs> and I guarantee you, your parents didn't come up with Margaritaville. Right. And I got real fucking snarky. And then I found out that uh, she is a member of a family that has a. Uh, a lot of people that are not exactly the most savory types. So I got my ass fucking slammed up against lockers and told me I was told never to speak to her again. Wow. Uh, which I immediately was like kind of shocked. And I kicked that guy in the balls and asked if anybody else wanted any and kicked another guy in the balls. Because when you have eight guys on you. Got to go for the balls. Got to go for the balls. Whether you're it's sex and an orgy. Mm-hmm. If you have eight guys on you, you go for the balls. Mm-hmm. Or in high school. Sports thing too, <clears throat> or both. Going, sports thing, go for the, balls. For the ball. Go for the balls. You don't run away from the ball. In you're baseball. hungry. Go for the balls. You don't run away from the ball in football. You don't. You go for the balls. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
That'd be a weird. We're except so in flinched. dodgeball, you run away from except, the ball. Yeah, except in dodgeball, that would be one of the only sports where you run away from the ball. Right. I guess. Interesting. <laughs> where you avoid the balls, pool, like billiards. Yeah. Billiards, you avoid certain balls. Yeah. Anyway, enough about that. <laughs> so lo- we have this weird local hatred of Jimmy Buffett around here. It's very localized, and I come to find out that he sent out lawyers just looking for that that kind of stuff because people were selling bootleg t-shirts at concerts and things like things that the grateful dead didn't give a shit about right but for whatever i mean the man i get it it's your intellectual property man like you if you if you created something from your brain and from your heart and your soul and you make money off it and somebody else is taking that and trying to make money off it for themselves that's not right unless they're giving you proper tribute right that's so yeah we have this weird local Thing where well, the other thing is they could have come up with a really acute, cool name and still like been okay. Pina Colada Town? I, is that, well, not that, but I mean no, like, there's like a, Tropical Parrot, the Tropical Parrot or something. I don't know. Yeah, they just, could, it could have been totally you know a mean? knockoff thing because I've something. seen those before. Yeah. The other thing is, too, is that was right around the time. That was like mid-90s. That was right around the time he was starting to open up his Margaritaville restaurants, oh, which is why he sent people out there looking for restaurants because so, there were a handful of them across the U.S. that – yeah. He's like, here's your cease and desist because you didn't fucking invent the name Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there was that Broken Lizard Club Dread. Did you ever see that that movie, Club Dread? Broken Lizard's no. the comedy troupe that did Super Troopers. Okay. And then they did another one called Club Dread, and there was a guy in there, and I think it was Bill Paxton plays a Jimmy Buffett type who hates Jimmy Buffett because Jimmy Buffett stole his idea. They're like, what do you mean he stole his idea? He's like, well, he, he took my song and changed it to... Margaritaville, and they're like, "What was the name of your song?" It's like Pina Colada Town, and I, I think it's I, or Pina Colada Burg or some shit like that. And yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ! But this guy was just like a minor character. It's an Oscar-nominated, if not award-winning actor who's in this terrible fucking that's funny slapstick. Oh, oh no! Accidental nudity, ha ha ha! Kind of fucking yeah. shitty movie. But his parts, dynamite is like. Fuck Jimmy Buffett. And they're like, nobody was talking about Jimmy Buffett. He's like, yeah, that's why we should be talking about Jimmy Buffett because he can go fuck himself. And he just kept going off about that. But anyway, uh, that yeah. sounds funny. But in the, the he has so many good qualities. Yeah. Like, why do people hate on him? I it's it, So here's the thing. It's kind of like Jesus. Sure. I don't have a problem with Jesus. A tremendous teacher, t- tons of great teachings. It's his followers I have a problem with. A, a, and all no, you have to, a, a good hand, a number of the followers. Some are probably okay people. Oh, no, there's tons of great sure. Christians. I've met yeah. tons of great. I'm, I'm not saying all Christians yeah. are bad. I'm saying the few Christians that are bad, which there's still a shitload of, right. uh, are really bad. Yeah. And they make the rest of them kind of look bad. And it's kind of annoying. It's like the people are like, this is a Christian nation. It's never been a Christian well, nation. Well, the ones that really get all the, the press, because it's usually bad press, it's right? It's the loud ones. The same like, thing goes with, with liberals. It, go, yeah. it, go, it goes both sides Absolutely. of the aisle for sure. 100%. Because it's always going to be the loudest people that you're going you're gonna to find. And most hear. people, as we know, are middle they're of the road. They're in the middle of the road. They're just exactly. middle. They all yes. kind of are reasonable-ish, and they're kind of... Except with Jimmy Buffett. If somehow he's a polarizing <laughs> figure, and I don't understand that. So I equate... So it's like... I've been to Jimmy Buffett concerts, and probably thirty percent of the people there are super fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, no, I agree. They, they, and, and I get it, but I think I think if you go to any concert, you're going to find thirty to forty percent of those kind people of annoying. fucking suck. Yeah, and they it will be, the concert would be a better in, uh, experience if they weren't. Probably there. in America, you could probably nail it down, down to thirty to forty percent of the people are just thirty to forty. Shitty. They're just kind of just pieces of shit. They're allowed to exist, and we they shouldn't. barely drive the economy. Like right. they just kind of suck. They're just and they're just they're getting in, they're swerving in out of their lanes. They're not using their turn signals. They don't put their carts back. <laughs> they don't put their carts back at grocery stores. For These example. motherfuckers. 
They got to go. I sent, you know, Dano. Have him up against the wall. <laughs> against the wall. <laughs> There's one in the spotlight. He don't look right to me. Oh. Have him up against the wall. You know where I, this is from the wall. Thank you. Oh, you're okay. By the way, I'm going to go see the wall laser light show in Tucson. Fuck when I go you. When? Hey, hey, buddy, why don't you take some time off sometime? What's that? Friday? No, what's time off? <laughs> yeah, what's that? <laughs> I own my own successful business. I go to Scottsdale and spend money. I don't I need have to go to like, Tucson. Yeah, I, but I go there while I'm making money. That's the only time I'm spending money in Scottsdale right. while I'm making and money. And bitch about right the hangar. <laughs> right. <laughs> when are you going? Next week? Yeah. Which Thursday. is this week for you people. Yeah, know. this week for you people. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm going... Yeah, huh? And I'm. I told Portia, there's two things that I require for us to go uh, to do while I'm there, and you will figure this out. Go to the Desert Museum, which is I have. That sounds to, really it's, cool. It's We've one talked of, about that. It's yeah. It's one of the few places. You know how some people will go, and I, I don't want to get too touching here, but there's places where you can go where you feel the energy or spirit of somebody you care about, like you with your father, mm-hmm. probably in a glider, or when you're in the plane. Yes. Things like that. Yes. Or there's places you can visit where you remember people that are gone, you know, and people that influenced you. Yes. My grandparents, I feel their energy when I go to the Desert Museum, and I miss them dearly. My grandmother died when I was 15, so I didn't get a lot of time with her. Did with you go, her. Did you go like, down there with them at certain or not? Is that, is that what you think of, or just because of the way it feels, or, I went or did to you the, spend time with them? I there? went to the Arizona Sonora Desert <clears throat> Museum almost every single day with my grandfather there from the go. time I was six to about eight. Well, that's uh, Because they were members. He was retired, and if I was, uh, when my mom was at work, mm-hmm. you know, I would stay with my grandfather. Grandpa would usually either drop me off or pick me up or both from school, and, uh, you know, we would go there in the evening because my grandfather had a massive he had three really bad heart attacks the first one was like 77 or 78 and they didn't really know what to do second one was in 1980 and that was a quad bypass it was first quad bypass in the state of ohio i like i always love to throw that out there wow which was an experimental procedure back then healing time was like 14 weeks or something he was in the hospital now it's almost a go home it's like Three, Get out of here. You've been with, here for three with hours. no complications. It's like it's like two to three days. Okay. Which is amazing. But um, Which is why healthcare it, costs less now, right? Healthcare does cost less. It, <laughs> yeah. Healthcare costs less. It's amazing. So the for, procedure went from three weeks to two or three days, and that's why we don't have to pay hardly anything for healthcare. Healthcare, healthcare <laughs> costs went down. The cost that people see, the end result, have increased a shit ton. Right. So that's where... Administration. Administration bullshit. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, anyway, go ahead. <clears throat> anyway, so we, and my, there were members. You can be a member. You know, this is not a publicly sure. owned facility. You're, you know, member. Annual membership. An, or annual something. membership is, I, I don't even know what it what it costs. Okay. I do know that Porsche and her boyfriend bought an annual mem- membership. Which Usually I, they're not that much. I mean, they're like reasonable. If you go there like four or five times, you, it, you it, paid for it. That's exactly it. Yeah. But my, anyway, the grandfather, that's the reason I'm telling you about the heart attack. So the third heart attack was the one where the doc was like, you need to change your entire lifestyle or you're going to die soon. And he was like 50. Jeez. You know? Yeah. He was really, he just bad genes and, and, and poor diet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Bad genes and poor diet because, I mean, it's, it was the 50s and 60s when he was really, like, in his formative years, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, they didn't know a lot about that stuff. I was just fucking drinking straight gravy instead of coffee or some shit. I don't know what they did back then. Right. Uh, and uh, anyway, so they retired. Uh, he, he retired, and we and they moved from Ohio to uh, Arizona, to Tucson specifically, because they love Tucson. And 
he walked, my grandfather walked three or four miles a day just to stay in good shape. He couldn't run from injuries from World War II or just post-World War II, you know, injuries from the Army, but he could walk, and he would walk fucking everywhere, constantly, mm-hmm. all the time. So that was a place where you can go and walk a few miles and see a ton of cool shit instead of walking down a street so and they a have square nice or something like that. displays and explanations of Paul, stuff. it would and- blow your mind. It would be one of those places where you go, wow, I've never seen a, a, a wildlife park that is I even, love, I, even I, close to it. I, you've talked about this before, <clears throat> and I want to go, and I really need to go. You know? Well, you should, you should do it. Can't, can't, I can't do it next week. Okay. I know there's all these fine. can'ts fine. stuff. It's fine. Anyway, we there will. There is no tomorrow. It has been there since the mid seventies. Okay. It's fine. Uh, and there you have a moon rock, so that's cool. Oh, that is yeah. Cool. Yep. So anyway, desert museum have to go there, and which the is Pink Floyd. and the and and I want to go to the planetarium because I haven't been there in a couple of years. Are they calling it Laser Floyd? Uh, I think so. Probably okay. right. something like that. But Friday Porsche, night, Porsche hasn't been to that yet. No. Friday night is the wall. Saturday night is uh, is Dark Side of the Moon, and it's always been Saturday night at like nine o'clock. Of course, I'm a little disappointed in you. I I can't, I can't you know what? I haven't really. asked her. Maybe she has. Maybe right. she has gone. She. I took her to uh, one, but it wasn't Pink Floyd. It was just, it was uh, like classical music or something mm-hmm. when we toured U of A. So that was cool. So we can do that. But then I added a third thing on there. Like, we have to go to Caruso's for Italian food. And, and did they give you an edible, and then they don't open the doors for like 30 to 45 minutes <laughs> afterwards? <laughs> that's how they do it? Yeah, just to completely make everyone panic. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. No. <laughs> no, I do remember I first heard the term dropping acid when I was probably eight or nine years old. My dad would take me to that planetarium. Same one. You want, right there on the mm-hmm. U of A campus. He would take me there to these shows. And we're standing in line, and I'm, of course, I'm obviously the youngest person in line. My dad's probably the oldest person in line because it's all college kids. Because mm-hmm. he took me to the Dark Side of the Moon show. It was like Saturday night at 9 o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're standing in line, and here's some guy going, oh, fucking, I'm so glad we dropped this acid. This is going to be great. And I'm like, Dad, what's acid? What's acid? <laughs> and my dad, really loud. My dad loved to tell that story. And like, what's acid? <laughs> <laughs> and the, I remember the people behind me giggling about, about that's, it. And my dad's that's like, funny. shut up, son. I'll tell you later. And that's and he explained he explained it's like it's it's a thing that you take and then it makes things better and brighter and you see all these funny shapes and all that shit and it people love to take that and go to these shows and I'm like oh I'm gonna do that someday like I re- I don't remember thinking that but that's exactly what my dad says that that's what I said like I'm gonna do that someday I seriously would like to figure out a course down there like during uh, not necessarily the summer but sometime during the year that you could again either audit or they have some continuing education thing down there in Tucson I'm sure they have about- elder elder education department down thank there. you very much uh, do they have wheelchairs too I could check out and I can all like- right Listen here, fucker. Anyone over the age of twenty-four who's basically that you're out of quote undergrad age right. is called elder. It's called it's called elder education. Okay, fine. And they use the same thing. ASU, if you really wanted to, kind of go to so you would a be university. an elder there. Yes, absolutely. Okay. When you're down of course there, his boyfriend in two years will be an elder. When you're down there, because you can research this now, you don't need to be down there. But it's interesting to find out what they have there. What what is offered? Do you want me to find a human and ask them? Yes. Where can I find the Elder Studies Department? They're going to be like, it's over there by the nursing home. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm elder. I'm not that eld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have an er behind it. Elderberry. Elderberry. Yeah. There we mm. go. Let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back. Laptop. 
what did I see? A flashing mist, it said, today there are
look what's on TV. It's that Barrett Jackson auction in Scottsdale. Scottsdale. In Scottsdale. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> 67 Chevy Camaro going for $42,000. Yikes. It's... I, I, I look at some of these cars and some, like I it, because my idea of value is different than other people's. Uh, like there was just a 911 up there and it only went for thirty thousand dollars. It was a seventy nine 911, but then I, then they showed a, a the top shot, like a, a above shot of it, and it's the interior was all black with white seats, and that's it. Uh, like even the back seat was white or it was the back seat was was black. The only thing in the interior that wasn't black were the two, two front, bright white front seats. Someone obviously it looks like that, shit. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done that. But see, I I don't think I'd ever buy a. Uh, a car. I used to get. I used to look forward to Barrett Jackson every year. This is maybe a while a while back. Yeah. And now, I don't mind watching it and having it on in the background, like we're not, But I'm not really into it. I could. I just just don't care. Am not in the mode. Yeah. Of all these, I can tell you before, if it was an expensive car that I was able, you have to buy this car. Boom, I'd turn it around and try to sell it, and then buy what I want to buy, like a Model S and. I have something else. I have absolutely said that before that if if somebody handed me if someone dropped like a a very expensive like a BMW like a 7 series or something like that, I would I immediately sell it, turn around and sell it and buy a Porsche. If I'm going to have something like that, it's going to be like a Porsche or um I'm kind of starting to come around on the 928. I used to like the 928. I've always thought the 928 looked like an 80s era Celica, which exa- it does. To me, it looks like an egg. Uh, yeah, and that's not cool either. It, but the, but, but, but I'll tell you, get, those were getting kind of cheap for a while. I mean, uh, they were. I think. Yeah, they were. They were. They were. They uh, 928s and the um, 914s kind of followed the same value arc. Not the same amount, but they were collector's items at one point in time because they're the new hot shit. Not a collector's item, but they were low run. 928s were low run for the first couple years that they were in existence. And then they got kind of popular with the cocaine-fueled 80s. Well, and then, of course, um, Risky Business came out. And, and exactly. And Risky Business was like Joel 85 was or something like that. Parents, yes. I'm going to throw up, Joel. I'm going to throw up. No, I'm going to throw gonna, up. I'm going to throw up on you, Joel. I'm going to throw up on you, Joel. <laughs> I So then the uh, 914s were worth a goddamn, and then all of a sudden, they both of those cars started to shoot up in value. I understood maybe kind of the 914s just because there's a ton of them out there, and they were cheap, so people started buying them, and then people just, obviously, that's how that works. Supply and demand. Uh, but, yes, yeah, supply and demand. And, but with the 928, I just never understood it because it's such. It, I'd never thought it looked good. I thought that that era of Porsche was a bad era. I thought it was. I thought they did a terrible fucking job. I it, thought it was okay looking, but now it did not look like a Porsche at all, kind of thing. It would really didn't have any kind of cues. Those stupid pop up headlights. You right. fucking kidding me? I I, I I thought it was okay. All right. I really did. Now, granted, I didn't get to see it in the context. Right. It's like what we're talking about, you know. I, I never thought about Paul McCartney being a good bass player until you think about it in the context that nobody was doing the things that he was doing. Right. So I think I, I don't remember 928s in the 80s because I was, you know, nine you when the 80s young ended. when they were going. I yeah. wasn't really thinking about them. Yeah. But then I had a friend who had one. He, in fact, he had one identical to Joel's in mm-hmm. uh, Risky Business, that champagne color, right? So I, I'm. No, it was black. Oh, was it black? In in the movie. Oh, no, I was thinking of a different. I was, I'm sorry. I was thinking of a different 80s movie, but and it had the champagne. His was champagne mm-hmm. color. And uh, it was. I'm pretty sure it was black. I know it wasn't champagne. It was a fucking dog. It wasn't fast. Yeah. My night, I raced well, they're, them. They're, I, they're definitely heavy. Well, yeah, but they have a fucking 
four some four liter V8. Yeah, it's a V8. Like they're, they're water cooled V8. Water cooled yeah. V8, which is another problem, but we'll, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, it. I just never liked the 928s. And then I, oh, I can't believe this. Uh, so with Jeremy Clarkson, you know who that is? Yeah, from uh, right from Top uh, formerly Top, top Gear. Top Gear, yeah. So Jeremy Clarkson has a had a, this little clip where he he talks about. He said a lot of people don't like the 928. They say it's not in the spirit of Porsche. It was the, one of the first water cooled Porsches to ever come out. But I'll tell you, when my uh, he was living in London and he was from Sheffield, I think maybe if I that, if I remember correctly, he was. I know he was living in London and his he's from up north. Right. Okay. And uh, my mother called and said, your father's in a bad way. You need to come and visit him now, which I know you've had that phone call before. And mm-hmm. I will probably eventually have that phone call as well. And he said, I love my father very dearly. And I had been given a 928 to test from Motor Trend. And I chose to t- take it. I took that because yeah. it was the only he didn't have a car. He didn't own a car oh. back then. He did a car show. Why? And you have public transportation in London. Nobody needs a. Nobody needs a car. Uh-huh. That was his justification for never having one. So he said, oh, well, I've got a, I've got a, a chicken in the oven. I'm going to pull that out and wrap it. So by the time I get there, mom will probably be hungry or something. I was being thoughtful, being a good son. I threw it in the car, fueled up, and started driving. And by the time I got there, I got to say goodbye to my father, and my mother got to have a hot dinner because that's how fast the 928 is and how how I was able to maintain 170 miles an hour for two hours to get to see my father. Wow. And I was like, fuck, that's pretty touching. Then I started, I was 170. That doesn't fucking sound right. And I looked it up. Okay, the 928 is a pretty good grand touring car. I mm. fucking had no idea. All I did was I just was so obsessed with it looking like my friend's 81 Toyota Celica. Right. Including the fucking hatchback and the stupid giant ass end. It kind of looked like a stretched out pacer, too. That's the other thing that kind of bother, always bothered me. Like the egg shape you're yeah, talking about. Kind of the, the proportions, sort of. If you a smashed bit. a pacer yeah. down and stretched it a little bit, that's what it fucking. Yeah. I just. I just. I always gravitated to, like, or, or just focused on how bad I thought it looked. And I just never thought to look. And it, and it, yeah, it's a dog because it, it's it's very it's very slow off the line. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever driven one. Uh, I've driven one. I don't think so. Fuck, it's so slow. I tell you, an old car I wouldn't mind having. You know, we're talking about vehicles. I don't, but again, I don't really care that much. I've got my Jeep. I want to get back on the road. They're just a fun little vehicle to yeah. mess around in. And then again, I want to do go this electric. Just because Tesla is a cool thing. But now I'm talking about I've I've always you know having a 911. That's a kind of given for. You're you or me. We both like Porsches like that, but yep. like a 2002 BMW 2002. That'd be kind mm-hmm. of a cool, cool ride. You can there's a l- plenty of parts, aftermarket stuff for those things. They're light and, and they're hot, like fun to drive. When they're and and when they're, I've also ridden in and driven one of those. Mm-hmm. There used to be one around town. It was white, um, mm-hmm. and he's now I, he's now moved on to. I think he, uh, a guy. Uh, his name was his name was Chad. He moved to uh, Idaho. Is a friend of mine. Kind of like we we're acquaintances because mm-hmm. we had German cars mm-hmm. and we we're like the sometimes when we go to like, I don't know, Sonic on Saturday night and all the hot rock guys would park, you know, in the summertime. Mm-hmm. He like we were the only cars not manufactured in the United States that were there. And then a couple other people showed up and one of the other guys uh, was a guy named Brian Berleman who had a 270 something 240Z that he threw a 302 and Ford V8 and customized and fabbed it so that was further back and he autocrossed with that. He did autocross racing and that thing was amazing to watch autocross. Hell yes. 
But uh, anyway, in that group was this guy named Chad. And he let me have it. He had a 2002 and got to got to drive it a couple of times. He hadn't done a lot of modification to it. It was mostly original. He liked because he was an upholstery guy, so mm-hmm. he did like the interior was in perfect shape with modern materials, mm-hmm. but still looked true to the original but it had modern materials mm-hmm. but it was they're kind of zippy because they're like you said yeah. they're super light and they got plenty of torque like a real that engine's a real torque monster good visibility you can see a lot of glass you can it, see out it definitely and they're i don't know it's they're kind of I, fun it's kind of fun to drive right and i think people are surprised at how quick they are yeah uh, you're never gonna lose money on it ever no 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 the, people still want those cars yeah um, how much they are now for it okay decent one ish don't shy away don't get away from the porsche don't buy a goddamn bmw don't do it please don't buy an old bmw Ooh, they're rolling out an old bronco oh i love those old broncos man like 66 67 68 bronco oh my god i think i think it's 68 i think it was only three years they made them uh the yeah oh there's nice midnight blue yeah anyway yeah i was I, i still I would love to have like a project car or something that I drive maybe on the weekend or something like that. But mm. the you're right. The more I think about it, I'm, I look at these cars and I'm like, yeah, these are really cool. But it would be even cooler if they plugged in. Right. I, I love how f- I just I love how fast and efficient electric cars are. I just I just find that whole thing fascinating because I was and I was reminded of something hilarious that they did a couple of years ago. It was actually Tesla that did the test uh, because it was uh, oh god um, Alfa Romeo came out and they said yeah well this new alfa romeo spider is going to give your uh your tesla a run for the money and he's like oh really all right well let's see it and there's a, they they bust it they bring out the alfa romeo and i'm like oh shit that new one that i think steve was even working on here at the uh, yes ground a few yeah ago. yeah and it's fast it's not and and so he was like okay well how fast is it when it's pulling something? Because what it was, it was when the Model X, is that the, yeah, the SUV? Yeah, and that's the Gullwing thing. Yeah, the Gullwing thing, right? Yeah. So Falcon the, Wing. The fa- Falcon Wing, yeah. Pick another bird. Pelican Wing. Pelican Wing. Peregrine Seagull Wing. wing. I'm going to name my, my, my doors a Peregrine Wing because their Peregrine Falcons are fast. Yep. Anyway, they... The uh, fastest animals on Earth, I believe. I think it is the fastest animal on Earth. Yeah. Uh, other than humans. Yeah, sure. Sure. But we're talking self-propelled here. Self-propelled. Like, well, I mean, like our brain is part of yourself, and you invented I know. I know. Uh, never mind. Okay. Splitting hairs, Joe. I lost my train of thought. Oh, the uh, Alfa Romeo yeah. thing. So yeah. so in t- a true Elon Musk fashion, what does he do? And he, he said, why would we race an SUV? It's not in our class. And he's like, well, I'll put it up against, I'll put it up against the Model X. So he raced in the Model X. And beat the pants off him by four or five car lengths, pulling one of those Alfa Romeos on a trailer. <laughs> and I fucking lost it. I'm like, that's it. He unfurled the giant Tesla dick just to let everybody else know. Yep. I mean, obviously, he's going to get overtaken. Sure. Uh, eventually, somebody's going to f- figure out a way to get all that power to the ground better mm-hmm. and and beat them out. But you can't get much faster than 2.5 seconds, 0 to 100 or 0 to 60 well, or whatever. It's virtually impossible to get much faster than that. But somebody's going to do it, it, and it's going to be amazing. But that's the idea. He doesn't want to be on top. He's trying to force a change. And that's something it took me a while to understand, and I credit you for that. It's, he's not. I didn't do it. Yes, you did. Oh, uh, what I do? Yeah. <laughs> 
you're the one who told me he's like he pointed that out yeah tesla is not they're not he wants to force an industry change a cultural shift Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what he's done Mm -hmm. so like saying oh ford's gonna beat him with this or they're gonna beat him with this and beat him with that well that's that's cool they were not even talking about an electric an all-electric vehicle 10 years ago and now they are forced to because that industry is now fucking a force to be contended with which they try to actively campaign against him they said it. I watched a program on uh, there's a couple of different things I've seen on YouTube on this similar topic regarding, you know, these very mature industries of internal combustion engines. You know, they've been going around. They've been yeah. refining this. They've got it kind of dialed in. You can't get a lot more efficient than they are. Absolutely. Just slowly a little bit more here and there. But it's, you know, they've they're running up against the life cycle of, of the. But but I've heard things, too, that they're not a lot of these bigger companies that we expect to really jump into the electric game aren't going to be doing it as quickly as we thought they were because there's just too much money to be made and because their investments are already made in all their factories and their technologies and their subcontractors. Oh, and yeah. All this shit. It's a huge, burdensome cargo ship that's heading in a certain direction. And I know that Ford's working on electric F-150 and things like that. We'll, do, we'll see how long it takes to really have a huge dent, but they they haven't... Tesla hasn't really cut in a lot yet to that industry, to that mature industry yet. I mean, they're they're doing it. They're nipping at it. Yeah, nipping they're at it, nipping at it. They're. I think Tesla is doing it, doing getting chipping away at that industry about at the same rate that craft beer has been chipping away. Yeah, at big beer, they're not because going, it's, craft it's, beer is it, not going away. Neither are electric vehicles. They're not right. There's so much effort being put into new battery technology. But Blackbridge Brewery is not in any in any time soon going to replace uh, Budweiser. Correct. But craft beer has gone in 10, 12 years, has gone from like less than 1% mm-hmm. uh, market share to like over 15%. I think it's up to 16% market share as of like 2018. And of course, with China, which is, with China now making cranking out Tesla Model 3s now and the ex- Y is coming up. I yep. mean, it's it's going. Exactly. But it, I, I think there were some predictions that were seemed reasonable of how quick everybody else would get on because there's still complaints of like, where is really Toyota other than the Prius? Okay, fine. But where are they? You know, there's still big names out there that That they they believe aren't really jumping in as big as they thought they would. Or we're not hearing about it. Yeah. Because we're not industry insiders. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure that there, if there, if there were, if we knew more people that worked for these big companies, other than Steve working for Chrysler. And I've asked him for too. I said, do you got any, anything new out there? What's going on? Any electric stuff that's being tested by other companies yeah. and stuff? Of course, I'm sure. I wonder if they're all, I'm sure they're supposed to be, like Steve has probably signed something. He that definitely they, has signed a non-disclosure agreement. can't talk about other people's projects out he, there. He, he trusted me real early on, uh, maybe three years before the, fi- two years probably before the the actual announcement of the, uh, the Hellcat. Hellcat, yeah. And he and he said, "Listen, man, I I can lose my job, my pension, my benefits, everything if you ever tell anybody, you know, uh, that I told you about this until after the announcement. So I uh, naturally, I'm I wouldn't I would never want to endanger right. you know my friend's livelihood that way. So and 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 I, I'm also not a piece of shit. So mm-hmm. like uh, I want I kept that under my hat. And he would he would you know uh, we'd be at like a Blackbridge or like at your house or like at his house and nobody else was around. He goes." Got to drive the Hellcat again. Super, super quiet. Yeah. Got to drive the Hellcat again. It's fucking amazing. This thing is going to just people are going to lose their fucking mind when they see this. Yeah. And nobody else. Because I think Steve actually probably has friends that work for Ford and and for GM. Probably. And they probably talk here and there or did maybe at one point in time. And he's like, nobody's doing this kind of research anywhere. 
and no or not research nobody's coming out that and he was right chrysler was the only one to come out with something big horsepower and the other ones were like oh fuck we gotta slap something together and they, that's and and i it, it they, i've talked about it, i actually talked about it with tim one time and he said yeah uh ford was caught with their pants down because they had some high performance things like with the mustang and and, mm-hmm. and, and they had the the raptor was raptor, in the works yep. and things like that but those aren't that wasn't this level. Fucking that level. It's not Hellcat level. Two hundred miles an hour street legal yeah. vehicle. Blower. Level. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Something. Remember when he said that they moved Hellcat testing from Michigan to Arizona, and the reason they did it was because the Hellcat the was so it was so fucking loud. They thought that they were testing jets. Well, Carol was out there working. She would tell me about. It. She goes, "It's unbelievable because they they take everything else off the track. You know, everything else <laughs> yeah. has to be parked, and they do these number of laps." And she said, "It just." It literally sounds like a because it's going because it, it, there's air and air noise obviously but the blower noise I'm sure and all this shit shit's crazy when they were testing well that and thing. Steve said that that the RPM that 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 blower is specifically designed it's tuned obviously for that engine but it's mm-hmm. it's designed for that engine and it's also designed to run at super fucking high revs yeah like 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 seventy eight hundred. Yeah. 8,000 RPM. It's a blower, right? It's not a supercharger. I mean, excuse me, a tur- it's, turbocharger. It's a sur- yeah, supercharger. Yeah. Supercharged. Well, meaning blower, supercharger. Yeah, whatever. It's, a, yeah. it's a blower, supercharger. It's not yet. Yeah, it's not a turbocharger. Right. Yeah, right. Which is funny. I've heard people use the term blower for turbocharger before, and I'm like, that's not, not right. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. That, to me, in my head, that sounds about as wrong as when people refer to uh, methamphetamine as dope. Yeah. Because I've always and I, but that's a that's a regional thing, but I don't know. So I, I I'm like fucking blower. No, like anyway, soda, coke, so, and pop. So right, <laughs> except coke and pop is fucking wrong. You know why I know this? Whoa! Look at me like that. First off, Coke <laughs> is a brand. I know. Go ahead. Okay, and Coke is a Coca Cola. Got it. Period. I, know, I know you don't have to explain this to me. I Are you sure? Because you're yeah. from the South and I need to speak slower. Is that how this works? <laughs> you guys are like, what kind of Coke do you want? What do you mean? What kind? Fucking brown? <laughs> I'll take a the Sprite. F- okay. Yeah. Well, that's how the conversation is down exactly. there. Exactly. Exactly. No. <laughs> fuck. No. That's that's not how that works. Oh, God. Let's go there and get a Coke. Come out with some kind of orange. Yeah, so like, so it's like, aren't you going to get a Coke? Well, I, you know, I did. It's, I did. This, it's, it's an orange, orange, orange uh, Coke. It's a Fanta thing. There's no such thing as orange Coke. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. No, it's like soda is right. You know why? Because right. right. it fucking says lemon lime soda. It says I it agree says with you. Let's go get a soda. The I, industry, the folks that are making this this stuff, putting it out there, it is soda. I have. Uh, I, I'm. I'm slowly getting into the calling it just. I think that's correct terminology. So it I'm is. Go for it soda. is. And calling it it's pop is get a soda. Pop and and pop is such a weird regional thing. Anyway, it's like parts of Ohio. Not all of Ohio calls it pop. If you go over to southeastern Ohio, I'm fairly certain they call it soda or soda water or soda pop or something like that. It, I think in it, Michigan they called it pop. They call it pop. Yeah, that's yeah. how I can tell. Like those are my people. I know. I'm like. Yeah. Uh, in fact, that's how I Dano. Asked uh, when the first time I ever met Dano, he walks up and I'm, I'm bartending up at Paul, uh, at uh, uh, Tim's dad's place, right? Mm-hmm. And he Dano walks up. He goes, "Hey, uh, I'm not really in a mood for a beer yet. Do you have any pop?" And I was like, "Pop? Where are you from?" And he's like, "Michigan. Where are you from?" I'm, like, I'm from Ohio. And he was like, "No." And he literally <laughs> said, "Is there anybody else that can serve me?" And I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna like this guy. He's funny as hell." But but yeah, and it's not even all of Michigan because yeah. Youpers don't call it pop. I don't think. 
That's funny. Yeah, but anyway, it's a fucking stupid regional. We're talking, we're talking about regional. We're talking we, about Hellcats. And what? Oh, yeah. And it's oh, a yeah, blower. Because they had to get it down here. So I thought they were, they were missing. I said, you guys need to have this really cool ad campaign with a Hellcat and 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 uh, leverage that fact that all the people up there were, the noise was so much that it was just disturbing everything and everybody up there. Like like you could be interviewing, you could be talking to a woman about something, and in the back, you knew they were going to be testing the Hellcat that day, like in some kind of a neighborhood uh, person that they were having a garage sale or something like that, and then they would talk to whatever, and then they have to stop the interview, and she'd go, that thing, they test that, and then you could just leverage this complaining into yeah. a really cool ad. Absolutely. You know, and have this very menacing, the sun's going down, it's dark paint, you know, and the lights are just barely on, this thing's hauling ass around. I, I, I could see them using so the they, complaining people into a positive fucking I'm badass ad. I'm positive that they did do an ad where it was, they before they revealed it, mm-hmm. and it said Hellcat. Now, they said what it was, is it Hellcat. Mm-hmm reveal blah 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 it was a youtube video and it was just the the sound of it okay. just full rev yeah like you were talking about but it was just it was dark right and you're just like and it says from cry it says uh from from dodge or whatever from dodge and then it goes black and you just hear i mean just this this the fucking sound people you can't even imagine yep. how it sounds i'd love to hear it in person kind of it's a fucking death trap like yeah, I, oh yeah I, anyway it's like one out of every three people totaled it within the first month of, that they owned it. I'm Did sure. you know that? One out of every three of those things sold I'm was sure. totaled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, which is funny because it, it's not funny, but it, it, it's interesting because it drives the value of them, them up again because they're already kind of rare. Mm-hmm. And then each one crashes like the Ferrari, La Ferrari. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, forget. I forget the actor's name that he... There was one of only like 11 built and he had one and he crashed it and the value of all of them went up by like 150 grand because wow. there was only 11 of them built. So they were like $4 million anyway. And it was like, oh, well, there goes one. It was like, Bramp, and they raised up another. And then a couple more crashed. I think there's only like six of them. Yeah. But anyway, the they did do that ad, ca- like an ad campaign similar to kind of what you're talking about using the sound. Mm-hmm. But it should have been better to leverage the the people complaining. Which oh, there's, is all, there's all kinds of cool things. Like you could have a, uh, and they may, maybe have done this. You could have a 60 second, maybe a 30 second, which in Porsche doesn't advertise very much, but they have done yeah. ads on television before. But you could have a, uh, a uh, with the perfect sort of mountain windy, windy view with, with the cameras, a few cameras way back and just watching this Porsche making it in and out of these different turns on the mountains and just hearing the shifting and hearing the acceleration and the deceleration, you know, of downshifting with oh, the yeah. engine. The clunk, clunk, clunk. Yeah, and clunk. all that stuff. And yeah. just and not have a word during the whole time they're doing this ad and just having this fantastic cinematography. No music. The music is the car making all these, you know, and all and watching it. And then just at the very end, just, you know, just this, you know, Porsche. That's all you have to do. That's really, you know? it, I mean, so... You don't you 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 are correct because the the brand already speaks for itself. It does, but that would be a cool cool thing to. Uh, and I've seen Porsche ads before. It's been a long time, but I know I've seen them on television. What's up now? Oh, I uh, well that was we a just bus missed it. Yeah, no, I think it was a twenty. I think it was a twenty three window, which is like. And I think it wasn't. A, didn't it have a top that came, the retractable. I think uh, I think it was a Westphalia. I think it was a camper. Not a oh, but I thought I think it's a was a tractable cloth. Top oh, it could have been back or something. I just know that those some of those microbus there were so much fucking money, yep. the ungodly sums of money, like whatever people will pay for them. Someone in it, town I know. I think the judge I used to hang out with had a boyfriend or someone she knew that collected those buses in oh, town. Yeah? 
I always wanted one until I drove it, and then I re- realized I never want to have one ever in my entire it's life. It's just a cool thing. That's, that's it is. All. They're they're cool. They look yeah. cool. I'll tell you this: uh, when I was in high school, uh, this local girl here that I used to hang out with, I used to hang out with these three, these three women, uh, that, and I never, I never was like they're they're all three very attractive and like would have been kind of my type, I guess, at the time. But for whatever reason, there was never. I just never had an attraction. I didn't really chase after them. We were sure. just friends, right? And the three, or the four of us used to go into the one girl's. They probably ba- smelled funny backyard. They didn't. They always smelled nice. I don't. They were nice little stoner uh, hippie chicks. I don't mean they smelled funny in a way uh, that turned you off. But you know what I'm saying? That's what they say. If someone doesn't smell right to someone, they're not going to ever date them. Right? Maybe it was. It's a, not a conscious thing. It's a subconscious. They, they put off that that pheromone. Yeah. It's like, eh. maybe that's what it was. Could be. Uh, I'm not saying they didn't. Shower. And I definitely can tell you. Yo, like, Julia doesn't take care of herself. We know that. <laughs> But <laughs> poor Jules, it's not She's so stinky. It's not what I'm, t- it's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I called her stinky onion Walters Kowalska the other day, and she did not fucking appreciate that. <laughs> I told anyway. her I was going to post her name on, on, on uh, orchids and onions, and, and just just she's like onions to Julia for not showering ever, and she for smelling like, like onions all the time. She smells like stinky onions all the time. <laughs> she's like, yeah, my dad would probably chime in and say something. Uh, anyway, anyway, so you weren't attracted to them. You didn't date uh, them, whatever, yeah, but, but they but, had. So we, we, were, we were pothead friends together. We were stoner friends okay. together. And the one girl had an old micro bus that her dad had left, you know, was a project car that eventually just kind of sunk into the ground. Okay. So they took the, he took everything out of it that was useful for him. Like he took, you know, engine and transaxle and the axles, all that stuff. And so it was literally just the body sitting on the ground. Mm-hmm. But the inside of it, like he had sealed up, it turned into a clubhouse for her when she was a kid. And then, of course, what do we That's do? That's funny. We yeah. put drapes on it and turn it into a fucking smoking den. Sure. So we go in there and smoke pot and we had, there's had like power run to it. So you had a couple of plugs. Which is what the radio purpose of those into. things are for anyway. It kind of is. To, you're supposed to smoke weed in it, those. It's, it's kind of, that's kind of true. You're kind of, you're pretty accurate on that right hey and your car is up there oh it's not yours never mind i'm sorry did you well, a white truck <laughs> yeah. oh look at that uh, 2001 ford ranger xlt extended cab uh... is fifty three thousand starting bid wow oh, i'm fucking should get down there I'm, I'm sitting on a gold mine yeah or it's a 72 chevy k10 which the uh, i love that body style if uh, if i had any body style to buy of pickup truck just to have as a pickup it would be that body style. I just, I just think it's perfect. Look, at her, look, 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 look. See, see what I mean? Look, on the left. Paul keeps checking out the sticker girl, the one that puts the sold sticker on the, on the thing. She's look. They're not going to have someone unattractive there that's not going to be bending over in front of a camera. Yeah, Bear Jackson just gotten to be too commercialized. I like back when it was more independent. You're right. Shut <laughs> <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> I have ridden in that exact same car, 2004 Bentley Continental GT. That's, pretty, that's the, pretty. It is one of the fastest, most beautiful cars I've ever ridden in. That is not pretty because some asshole put those fucking stupid ass rims on there. But from the factory, this thing was so, so nice. A Bentley. Those rims are asking to get fucking marfed up. Do you see how bad they were sticking out? The The tires weren't even. I mean, yeah. the rims were sticking out just a little bit more than the t- edges of the tires were. They so are they just asking it, to get They're marfed. fucking stupid. See, see that? See what I'm saying? Yeah. You took a one of the classiest brands in the history of automobiles and coach building bentley goes back to the old coach building days where they used to make uh like luxury carriages and shit right you yep. fuck a 200 year old company they know what they're doing when it comes to designing They'd vehicles be like fisher like fisher body fisher used to yes. make bodies for it. it'd be like a fisher if they, they still they made just, a somebody threw vehicle. 26 inch fucking wheels on it it just looks stupid god damn it anyway 
Whatever. Did, I didn't even see what the final bid was for it. It wasn't that much. Like yeah. $44,000, 45000 yeah, that's it's. I don't know why they didn't hold their, their value. All I know is that they're a fucking 7,000-pound uh, luxury car that'll do 190 miles an hour. I'm sure they're quiet on the inside, and they're like... It's oh, like, It's just so... so it's like, funny. wow, this is... This is nicer than the nicest living room I've ever been I'm in. I'm pretty sure. I think I said something like that. I'm like, this is more comfortable than the Lazy Boy recliner I have at home. Like the seat. And that was the back. I didn't even sit in the front seat. I sat in the back seat. I'm listening to Beethoven going 140 miles an hour down Route 66. <laughs> I know it was Mozart. That's what I was going to say Mozart, but no, you don't like Mozart. So I didn't say I don't like Mozart. I don't appreciate that dumbass <laughs> movie you call the Mozart biopic, which is not what it is. What movie is that? What the fuck is it called? Amadeus. Again? Amadeus. It's, it's not. I still have yet you, to see the Beethoven. You can't uh, compare the two. I I, like, I know I can't because I haven't seen the Beethoven. It's like movie. comparing Monty Python to a fucking like Benny a, Hill. Like, no, that's kind of close ish. Way too close. Okay. Way too close. No, it's like a Monty Python movie with like I fucking I don't know Al I, like, Franken. I don't know. No, get your head out of comedy. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. like that's Prince of Tides. Oh. That's, yeah, that's no, how different ba- they the are. Beethoven movie actually has to do with Beethoven. It's about his actual life. <laughs> okay. It's not a f- the Far Side's version of, of it, or fucking <laughs> the shitty Saturday, like Joe Piscopo era Saturday Night Live version of oh the life of Mozart. I like the Mozart. funny parts they did because, like, he said, well, what, what did you think of? Salieri asked what did you think? He said, too many notes. Well, no, oh, no, I hear this is Mozart talking about Salieri. Oh. And he goes, when I, when I hear music like that, and he's trying to be. He's really being sarcastic, fuck. But he's hard to tell if he's. Getting, when you hear music like that, I just all I can think of is Salieri, and really it was a big cut down because he was he was asking what he thought because he was trying to get a compliment. He was trying to pull a compliment out of Mozart, and Mozart said, "Well, when I when I think of that music, I just I think of Salieri." You know, he's like he's trying to be funny. Or complimentary, but he's not being complimentary. Did you see how you're explaining the joke to me? That's why this Fuck movie, you. That, that, it's a funny scene. Yeah, I, I'm glad. Uh, you, at least you haven't said, hey, man, it won an Academy Award. It won an Academy it Award did. for costumes. Oh. No, it there did. There were a it lot won, of costumes. It, there was. There must have been There must have been a hanger full of costumes. And the hair alone, uh, those things, the wigs. Oh, no, absolutely. Man. But it's still a dog shit movie compared it's to. It's not a dog shit movie. It's pretty bad. One of the lead characters is a child molester convicted in prison. It doesn't mean it was a bad movie. <laughs> I'm just throwing my little spin on it. Oh. Uh, no, uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman plays Beethoven okay. in the Beethoven movie. I need the, to see this movie. Yeah, you really should. Okay. Cause, and, and I'll rewatch Amadeus while I'm taking a dump one day. You're going <laughs> to have a, a predisposition to hate it. No, I, I won't because I've seen it before and I didn't hate it. It's, it's fu- it is funny, especially if you understand it. Too many notes. Like you understand those right. little digs and you understand the history that him and Salieri really did have kind of a nasty rivalry. Yeah. At and the he, time, he truly was a prodigy. I mean, he wrote a concerto when he was like four or five yes, or some shit. Like exactly. That. So, yeah. He was so, and you, he was an outlier. Let's say he really was. <laughs> Holy Beethoven shit. was better, but I mean, <laughs> anyway, so we're imagining hey. the music we're listening to when we're driving our Bentley down yes, Route 66. Yes, well, I'm driving down my, my, my 2004 Bentley. And then it breaks, routine. and then the fun begins, because then, then who's going to work on your Bentley? Yeah, it's like, the Bentley doesn't come with a jack. You just leave it on the side of the road and buy another one. <laughs> That's why most poor people don't own Bentleys, because you're not allowed to work on them yourself. Because right. it, Just leave just, it. Leave they it just be. weld the hood shut. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. It's fine. 
Are we done? Get, yeah, our, I think we're done. I think because we're gonna. We already know this, but it's a Sunday, and there's a. Don't music. tell people about it. Okay, never mind. Okay, great. Okay, bye. Bye.